The Four Norsemen Podcast is a show run by just four regular dudes from the Midwest. Yeah. The following views are 100% undeniably, unequivocally, exhaustively our own and not representative of any organization we belong to, our employers, and most importantly, our wives. So basically, you can only blame us for this garbage. Now, please sit back, relax, and be prepared to switch to another show within five minutes. Enjoy! Oh, that's epic. Dane's throwing it down. Damn. I didn't expect that. Because I don't have... I feel like a a badass wrestler should be coming out right right now. Right. The Berg. Yeah, this is something the Berg would have. It'd be the Norseman. The Norseman. (laughs) I like it. A podcast for dudes by four dudes. By four dudes. Hang on, we gotta... Here we go. A podcast for dudes by four dudes. Alright, we gotta hear all that. Adam Lee. Nick Marty. The Diesel Tom Bryan. Big Brother Jeremy. <laughs> it's like anticipation every time for it. Big Brother Jeremy. Hi. Hello. 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 What's happening, hot stuff? What's up, ha- happening, hot stuff? It's showtime! This is the Four Norsemen. And here we go, August 26th of 2020. Another episode of the revamped, rebooted, redone, and just all around better Four Norsemen podcast. It's a show, it's a podcast. Here it is on the internet for you. By four dudes, four dudes, four dudes by four dudes. There's a lot of fours in here. I don't know what's going on anymore. Adam Lee is my name. Happy, thrilled, ecstatic to be here with you once again. My all virtual group of co-hosts, my posse, my brethren. Here they are, Mr. Nick Marty. Hi, Nayak. Good day, kind sir. Hi. There he is. What's Hi, going on? I am. Yo, you know, just uh, excited to talk a little football. It's showtime! Sure is. Big Brother Jeremy in the house. Hello. Big eight to see <laughs> How are things? That's <laughs> the best from Austin Powers. Frau Farbissina. Big eight to see Doctor. Things? How are things? How are things? <laughs> and for those that don't speak German, how are things is Big eight to see in German. So he asks the same question twice. It's brilliant. It's brilliant humor <laughs> by Mike Myers. The Diesel Tom Ryan. There he is. Hi. Hi, buddy. How you doing? How are we doing? You're looking I'm sassy. Good. You got your Hoops Brewery hat on. Yeah. Living, reliving the glory days. Yeah, man. Glory days. Yeah. Cool. Where's Yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know where Rick is. Yep. And that's a that's a major inside joke, folks, but you'll get it someday. We'll, we'll, we'll tell the story at some point, so... Guys, how we doing? Good. Episode four. We like it. We're excited. Everybody's really thrilled. It yeah. appears. From yeah. Jeremy got a new microphone, so that's cool. Yeah. I'm... Still hasn't fixed his lighting problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's a camera problem. We can actually see you a little bit this time. Yeah. It kind of looks like I got like some candles in the background or something. Or we a black light on or something. Yeah. There we What's go. What's that stain on your wall behind you? In your forehead. Don't ask <laughs> questions you don't know want to answers to. <laughs> in your forehead. Uh, guys, I have 
uh, two things I want to talk about at the top of the two. show today. Two. Because mostly throughout the most the, the majority of the show, I'm not going to say much because we're talking. Yeah, get it out right now. Yep. So we can start with a good one or a bad one. You guys pick. Bad first. I, I always say bring bring the bad news first. Okay. I, I have an early grievance for tonight's show. And uh, okay. right out of the gate, here we go. Newsflash. Social media is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, it is. Here you go. Nick, Nick, I know you're our social media guy, but just stick with me, all right? So, you know, you go and you put your heart and soul into a podcast, Four Dudes by Four Dudes, and then, you know, you ask people, friends, family, listeners, contributors to the show to go online and kindly vote for who they think won our fast food draft last week. And not only did they not pick me, despite my <laughs> list being far superior to the rest of yours, but they all had to tell us how wrong we were. And then I, I know, Jeremy, you got two votes. Wow, way to go. Um, but how wrong we were in our choices and say, why didn't you pick this restaurant? And why didn't you pick this restaurant? And blah de blah de blah Because you know what? It's, 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 blah, it's blah, 2020, blah, blah, you know. Blah. Yeah, I know. blah de blah de blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So... They, Were there any reasonable recommendations that we missed? I think the biggest one was somebody Somebody was asking for Arby's. Yeah. Was the one yeah. I saw the he most. He was passionate He about was very that passionate too. about it. Yep. Yeah. And, you and know he, he made some good points. Yeah. He did. It's delicious. Cur hey, there's not, I, I can't think of a place it that has been. barely missed the list. Yeah. yeah. I was debating. Curly that fries was like are great. My last pick. Yeah. Or I was going to do that with my last pick, but went with Taco Bell instead. But you know what, people? What we asked you to do is we asked you to go on to our many avenues of social media and just vote, okay? <laughs> All right? So just do that. I want to know that I won. Uh, you didn't win. No. I, no, I haven't won win. yet. We didn't say when the end of the voting ter term He's was. He's never going to close the voting, <laughs> ever. I was actually going to ask, how many of uh, your individual picks have you been to since our last cast? Uh, one in my end. Just I've one. got two of my four. Did I go to Chipotle since our last show? Zero. I've been to Chipotle been reason, to reason, recently. Despite I thought about rumors, Culver's a lot. Despite the rumors, I don't eat fast food as much as I used to. That's not true. I know. You know, it's a, actually it's a disappointment to the you know, 22, 23-year-old version of myself. Yep. You know, who, if you could, who was epic? Your fast food orders were epic, Jeremy. You're fat. You're if fat. you could travel into the future right now, he would, uh, he would kick my ass. You're fat. Yep. <laughs> For I'm sure. Kind of slacking on my fast food intake. You are. Why? Yeah. I don't. I feel like um, I, I don't even feel like I know you anymore. If I get a foot long, I know. I just go all out. <laughs> I would so pound five guys right now. Anyway, go online. We'll tell you how to do that in a minute because. Well, clearly you know how to get online because you're yelling at us all the time about how we should have picked Arby's or... <laughs> Who said Popeye's? Somebody said Popeye's. Rick. Was, was that Rick? Listen, Jeremy picked Raising Cane's, and there's not that a better chicken. That cancels everything else. Though. That, that oh, cancels yeah. everything. We got chicken covered. That was a good pick, mm -hmm. Jeremy. I'm going to give you that. You had good quality picks. Actually, I think I would have voted for you if you didn't pick Subway. I think if you had picked a different sandwich shop, I probably would have been on board with what you, what you picked. Yeah, but I yeah. hate Jimmy John's, and I couldn't think of another... You said herbs and gerbs as you were talking I through, know. man. Herbs I and know. gerbs is so much better. 
So yeah, I don't have breakfast. You guys got me all hung up on breakfast. You need breakfast. I I think people failed to realize like what the actual challenge was that that it was. We had to diversify a little bit our portfolios. Oh yeah, uh, if I was just picking. Yep. Meals select. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally okay. agree. If I was just picking the four best restaurants on the board, yep. it would have been a whole lot of different. And Adam, you can slam social media all you want, right? I can be a bartender and never drink a drink in my life, so I'm completely <laughs> fine. If uh, if you want to s- slam social media, right? Like you're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The the cesspool of America, as I call Twitter on a regular basis. So okay. So uh, second thing, because we got to get moving, because we, we actually have a guest tonight, so uh, yeah. I want to get moving. Um, but the good thing, did any of you guys see that new Batman trailer? Yes! Oh, yeah. Tom, you haven't? I have not. Okay. We're going to shut the show off, and you're going to go watch it right now. <laughs> okay, it looks so awesome. I think it looks awesome. I think the whole concept, I think the the, the shooting, the the ambiance, the, everything of that movie looks good. Yeah. I just right now I cannot get past Robert Pattinson looking like a brooding vampire. Yeah, I just cannot get past it, and I hope I can because I think I would really enjoy this movie. Um, you, you gotta, you gotta find something else with him in it and watch it because yeah. that'll cleanse your palate. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple not, good. Not there's Harry a, Potter. No, no. I mean, he's Harry he's Potter. in he's in one of the Harry Potter movies, I think. So, yeah. but he's not a star. But watch something. Um, Oh, let me let me get back to you on that because there are a couple of good movies that are very gritty and it'll 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 cleanse your palate from them. I get it. Copy, mm-hmm. copy. But I, I just I, I'm gonna withhold judgment because you know when when Heath Ledger was announced as the Joker, everyone was up in arms too because he had been kind of heartthrob. Yep. yep. Uh, and then after seeing that movie, it totally changed my opinion. So yep. I've 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 really shifted after that to not judge anything until I see it. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll I think it looks tremendous. I've watched it like six yeah. times. So that, yes, Tom, you're gonna have to watch scene. it. Yeah, oh. yeah. So good. I'm super excited. Tom, Tom, think, you're gonna love. I think love, people ultimately are are also craving a movie right now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Something <laughs> new and like box office. It really wouldn't matter what it is. Right? Yeah, yeah, like I can't wait for Tenet. Yeah. Yep. That's gonna as be good. As long as nobody else is in the theater, I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Okay, so we have a tremendously huge show tonight. We are talking the NFL tonight on the Norsemen. Um, We're going to play some football, some football tonight. But on top of that, I mentioned it a few minutes ago, we have a special guest joining us, a legit sports expert. What? And he's going to seesaw my lack of interest in knowledge in sports. (laughs) And uh, he's a writer for Zone Coverage, Bring Me the News, and the Viking Age slash fan cited uh he's also host of the homer horn podcast a man of many titles chris shad will join us in the next segment we'll also have another edition of scooters beer of the week and tom's hero of the week as well are we letting jeremy do something tonight like on our I, production I, segment are we doing are we letting him i've, do I've got another i've got another topic no one has suggested so i'll just give him another topic and okay. we'll see what you have to say about it okay again. all right yeah we'll roll with that with the, with with jeremy and then um yeah that's all i got on my list so far um anything else before we get going guys let's do this i'm excited to talk yeah. bikes sounds good it'll be fun all right let's roll nick marty big brother jeremy the diesel tom ryan i'm adam lee we are the four norsemen come on back
Hey everyone, Adam Lee here from the Foreign Norseman Podcast, and I'd like to talk with you about the source for all the great music on our show, Mr. Shane Ivers and SilvermanSound.com. Looking for music for your podcast, YouTube video, school project, or video game? SilvermanSound.com has you covered. Shane writes royalty-free music in any genre, for any occasion. Best part is, tracks are absolutely free with attribution on your project. Every single song we use on the Norseman is from SilvermanSound.com. So don't waste time worrying about copyright laws just to find good music for your podcast. It's a pain. You only need Shane Ivers. Donate and support to Shane's music on SilvermanSound.com and share with your friends on social media. Again, that's SilvermanSound.com. This is the Four Norsemen. <laughs> Get all fat and sassy. Is that Charlie? You guys are doing good. All right, here we go. Second segment of the Four Norsemen. Thanks for checking us out. Wherever or whenever you might be listening, we're growing the interactive slash social, even though I hate social media, aspect of the show. Check us out. Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. We're blowing up. Norseman 4 at gmail.com for emails. That's the number four, Norseman4 at gmail.com. Nick, I'm starting to run out of fake websites that we're on. Last week we went on farmersonly.com and Christian yep. Mingle, yep. Um, yep. and yep. I, I'm running out. So if you got any suggestions, we did Hot or Not. Um, yeah. Nuts um, to butts. What? <laughs> 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 Jeremy, we don't want sites and Jeremy's on now. Um, so yeah, if you have any suggestions on uh, fake websites or real websites, that would be really weird for us to have a podcast posted on. Just let us know, <laughs> Norseman4 at gmail.com. Just, just send us an email. Just say, hey, Norseman, I actually listen to your podcast, and that's great. We appreciate it. So we actually had 98 listens on the last show, though. So nice. that's pretty good. That. So yeah, yeah, we'll take that. Uh, you guys ready to jump into some NFL talk? Let's do it. Let's bring the expert in. Okay, yeah, we just got to, you know, we're just waiting for him to call here. Hold on one second. Okay, let's see if I can find it. This, this would have been way better if I was ready. Where the hell is that sound effect? I had a phone sound. I had a phone sound effect. It was going to be really funny. Oh, well, let's just move on. Okay, um, joining us now for some NFL talk is a... Writer for Zone Coverage, Bring Me the News and the Viking Age. You can hear him, Krishad, every week you do the Homer Horn? Uh, I try twice a week. Twice a week. All right. So you can hear him twice a week on the Homer Horn podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Podbean right now. Well, don't do it right now because you're listening to us. But then after you're done with the Norseman, go listen to the Homer Horn podcast. And most importantly, he's a fellow UW River Falls alum, go Falcons! All right, welcome to the show, the Minnesota Bulldozer himself, Chris Shad. Hi, Chris Shad. It's weird. It's weird. What's going on, fellas? It's weird pronouncing your last name the correct way. We were commenting on that ahead of ahead of yep. uh, the segment here before you got on with us. So Wait, I, I have an honest question. When did it change, and why didn't you tell us before you got all big and famous uh, that your name was – we were pronouncing it wrong all those years? Because it just, it just was too much of a hassle. So it's a funny story because when I was in high school, the origin of the name 
for, for those of the listening, I, my name is Chris Shad, but people in high school and college called me Krishad. And Krishad. what happened was we were, we were sitting in our basement and we were watching NBA and Ahmad Rashad was on the TV. So yeah, like somebody just goes Ahmad, Ahmad Krishad. And then all of a sudden Ahmad got dropped and everybody just called me Krishad. And then everybody would meet me and be like, Oh, you're, you're Krishad. And I'm like, Oh yeah, of course. So yeah, Krishad, Krishad, everything else. That's, that's pretty much it. Was that Paul Winkles that did that though? It was. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I knew the story. I just couldn't quite remember because, uh, uh, but you had told me it before. So, uh, Chris, you know, all the guys you've met, uh, I think you've met, you know, Nick, obviously, but have you met Tom and my brother, Jeremy before? Yes, sir. Okay. I, awesome. it, it might be a little fuzzy, but I remember them. All right, cool. <laughs> all right. Um, Chris Shad, a couple weeks ago, we did our whole show. We're just going to jump right into NFL talk, okay? Um, we did our whole show on four extremely major sports <laughs> that and how they were handling the COVID-19 pandemic. So first question I have, and then I'm going to let the rest of the guys take over, and I'm just going to play fart sound effects in the background. <laughs> Um, what can you tell us about what the NFL is doing as we head in the season as it pertains to COVID-19? Well, the good news is it's better than baseball because baseball started off, they had a very small number. And uh, when these players travel for baseball, they go to other cities and they have to be there for three days. They get bored and they go out. Mm -hmm. So what the NFL is planning on doing is they are doing the daily testing just like baseball does. Uh, give them the old brain scraper or whatever your favorite COVID test is. And then they put together a very strict protocol where baseball kind of said, well, you can go out if you want to, you know, it's all up to you, but we just discourage you from doing it. NFL is going, no, you are going to do this. You're going to do everything. And this is going to happen. So at the beginning of camp, they have a list that if you have COVID-19 or in contact, they put you on there. And at the beginning of camp, there are a ton of Vikings that tested positive for it, including mm -hmm. Anthony Barr, Justin Jefferson, Nafadi Adenabo, uh, Cameron Smith actually tested positive and they wound up finding out he had a heart condition and wound up, had to have open heart surgery. Oh, no kidding. So, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of players tested positive. And if they have symptoms, they're out for 10 days. If they don't, they just need to test negative. I think it's like two to four days or something like that. So, so far, the NFL's done a really good job with it. They've had a very low positive rate. And they had uh, the only problem was they had 77 positive cases around the league on Sunday, uh, including eight players and four staff from the Vikings. But uh, the league had issues overall with the New Jersey lab. It was corrected very quickly. The next day, everybody tested negative. Uh, so we're all good. So from those standpoints, I'd say the league's doing a solid job. It's just a matter of what happens when the games actually start. I, I heard down at TCO, they're doing like almost like a seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, where even if like your grandmother has COVID or has been, a you know, went to a, at the senior center, had, was exposed to somebody with COVID, and or your third cousin once removed, um, uh, which Nick is mine, um, and Jeremy's. Um, Amy. Yeah, yeah and, don't uh, call me out. And uh, I will if I want. That you can't even get into TCO, so that's what you know. It seems like they're taking it very seriously, so that's that's good. At least I mean, you you almost have to right now because yeah. I mean, look at look at what's like you said, what's happening with Major League Baseball, and and um, and it's not happening in the bubble sports nba and nhl as much yeah you got to take it seriously 
we do know that you host uh, a, a podcast directly about our favorite Minnesota Vikings uh, squad. Uh, and so, so looking forward to this year, Chris, um, you know, a lot of the same pieces are there. Um, you know, what are the strengths of this Vikings team coming up? Like for them to have success this year, to go far, what do they need to do really, really well? Uh, I think it's going to be all about the offense this year. I know you, normally it's been about Mike Zimmer and his defense, but uh, there's been a lot of turnover defensively. They're going to have at least five new starters by count off of the top of my head. But uh, you look at the offense and you have Kirk Cousins, who I know gets a ton of crap because when things don't go right, Kirk Cousins kind of short circuits. He's like a robot. You need to literally tell him to move left or right uh, to do things. So, overall he's a good quarterback as long as things go as planned and you still have Adam Thielen there they trade away Stefan Diggs to the Bills Thielen's going to get plenty of targets as that security blanket type thing and they have a very good ground game and Alexander Madison and Delvin Cook there's lots of dynamic weapons on the offense Irv Smith Jr. Justin Jefferson uh, just a couple of names even Kyle Rudolph's good in the red zone and I think what will have to happen is that the Vikings are just going to have to outscore teams because, you know, Mike Zimmer, when he talks, he's like, well, we're going to run the ball and run, 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 run. But I get the feeling, especially with the Vikings schedule this year and everything that's kind of going on, that they may need to lean on Kirk Cousins of the passing game a little bit more this year. And I think Gary Kubiak taking over as the offensive coordinator has a little more clout than Kevin Stefanski did. So I think we'll see the offense open up a little bit. It'll still be run based, but I think we're going to see more action when it comes to Adam Thielen, BC Johnson, Justin Jefferson, and all those guys. Nice. So, so, so flipping it around then, uh, you know, the defense, you, you, you spoke on it a little bit or, you know, how uh, there are some new pieces in it. Um, what are your concerns? Is, is the defense your big concern this year for the Vikings? I, I think so. And especially a couple of weeks ago, if you asked me about the defense, I'd be like, well, we got a good defensive line. We have good safeties and we have good linebackers. All we got to worry about is corners. But then Michael Pierce, uh, six foot, 340 pound nose tackle, decided to opt out because of COVID uh, because he had an asthma scare a couple of years ago. And of course, if you have pre-existing conditions, COVID isn't good. So um, Pierce opted out and now the Vikings are going to be using uh, Shamar Stefan, who I think has, uh, I don't know, maybe he's got some stories about uh, Andre Patterson and Cabo or something that can't exactly be told right now, but uh, somehow, somehow he's a starting tackle. You got Jaleel Johnson also starting. Oh. Um, Afadi Adenabo could be good. We just don't know. And Daniil Hunter's hurt. So, I mean, the defensive line's a big question mark. And Griffin left. Yeah, Gr- Griffin's hurt, right? Or, yeah, Weatherly he left. I was all gone. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking about Daniel Hunter, who's hurt right now. But yeah, Everson Griffin went down to Dallas, and that is definitely a big blow, not only just on the field, but from a leadership standpoint as well. Um, I know for me, the secondary, right? A lot of lot of young guys in the secondary. Um, talk a little bit about the rookie class coming in. Uh, you know, who they drafted you. They had, you know, I want to say they, they drafted every other pick in the sixth and seventh round this year, as they continued to trade back and trade back and trade back. Um, but, but who do you think needs to contribute right away? Talk a little bit about this rookie class that we see. Well, starting with the corners, as you mentioned, they took two right away. And I think both will have big roles in Jeff Gladney, who was the other first round pick. Uh, they traded back in the first round to get him. And they also uh, went ahead and they took a, uh, excuse me, got a little, got a little beer there. Yeah, but, uh, that's okay. You're on ahead. the Norseman, man. 
I, I know. I, that's why. And and I'll tell you what. I did a little show prep. Yep. And I knew I could be a little bit, little bit loose here, um, <laughs> in a good way. I mean, you know, you guys like to have fun. In the in the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, now maybe I'm not being loose enough, but whatever. But but we'll keep going. Yeah, we're not a serious sports fine, program like you, like your show. <laughs> no. Yep. You drink it in, man. Yep. You, yep. you drink it in. <laughs> there you go. So I, with the corners, you have Cameron Dantzler and you have uh, Jeff Gladney. Both of them are very solid. dantzler has been the star of training camp so far, and he might even get a starting job in week one. So that's something there. And then you kind of flip it around. The other rookies that I'm looking at, uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously, is the big one. He's the guy that got uh, selected with a pick that the Vikings got in the Stefan Diggs trade. Um very interesting because I think a lot of Vikings fans kind of expect him to fill in for Diggs right away. But like the thing about Stefan Diggs is that he was extremely good. Like he was night or eighth all time and receiving yards and receiving touchdowns and eight ninth in receptions. And he also caught the Minneapolis miracle, which is probably the greatest day of my life. But right in, right I now. seriously, I seriously will watch that every couple of months. Mm-hmm. Just to feel the goosebumps from that play. That I was standing in my living room yelling at the top of my lungs all by myself. <laughs> that was that was the most amazing thing I ever seen. So I always know a soft spot in my heart. Oh I, my I always Lord. watch it and then follow it up by watching the uh, video that they have of the Saints bar experiencing the ebbs and flows. Yeah. I don't know why, but I enjoy that one more than the hometown cooking to see the Saints fans. Like dreams crushed. Yep, they're like, "Oh, dirty son of a!" <laughs> this yep. is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so I'll, I'll share my story because I was there. I wound up going to the game, oh, and you tailgating. Were? Yeah, I started. We started tailgating at eight a.m. It was a three fifteen kickoff, yeah. and <laughs> the whole fourth quarter is kind of in and out for me, just from like rage and emotions, <laughs> and you know, lots of nickel and light, but um. You know, going in there, I I, I remember I, uh, Kai Forbath kicked a big, long field goal. I don't remember how long it was. And I was so shocked he made it because, like, that is, like, the Vikings' big bugaboo. Mm-hmm. So he kicks it through the uprights, and I'm like, all right, we got this. And I had the misfortune of also being at the Blair Walsh game. <laughs> and I remember – and I remember – thinking when Walsh kicked it I'm like all right it went it went in the Vikings are up I got 30 seconds I'm just gonna go full Krishad and just unleash my anchor here yep. oh, and God. like all my buddy just grabs me by the shoulder and he goes dude he missed and I'm like what it was 27 <laughs> yards and I look around and like you know like in war movies we're like <laughs> yeah you gotta it, go it to- wasn't even that you know you know, in war movies where it's just like the bomb goes off and you hear that tetanus in your ears or whatever, yeah. like the or tinnitus, that's what it's called. Yep. And like you look around, that's exactly what it is because nobody made a sound. Yep. Like every time you would just hear a couple of you, all I could hear were snow pants rustling. So like it was just like this. And then you would just hear bleep you, Blair, bleep you, you know, just yep. screaming. Yep. So, so going back to the miracle, I'm just like, dude, this is the chance you wanted. Like you get to just rage. I screamed so loud. I I literally hurt the next morning (laughs) and uh, Will Lutz banged the field goal in and I was just depressed. I was going to cry. I was a 32, 32 year old man, just about to ball. And I remember, (laughs) I think it was like Joe Berger had a false start. 
and I just blacked out from anger. Like, just, <laughs> we're done. I hate everything. I'm just going to cry. And you busted blood vessels in your brain. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, the next thing I remember is, like, Stefan Diggs just running down the sideline. And I'm just like, what's going on? Yeah. It was like the Viking mental checklist. Like, did he step out of bounds? Did he is there pass interference where's the flag oh they're reviewing it of course they are and like i was just like all of a sudden like i'm like scenario 25 d i'm just like dude he scored <laughs> looked at the scoreboard it's it's two a dudes i two dudes i had never met before are just shaking me and i'm just like oh my god and i jumped over a barricade to hug my friend and like i think i hugged everybody in section 108 or whatever <laughs> Yeah, I was just I was just so happy. Yeah. And then of course the next week they score right away and I'm like, we're going to the Super Bowl and just burn. Right. Yeah. Son yeah. of a That's God. okay though. We still that. yeah, we still have the uh we still have the memory though. And I've I've been for- yeah. and Nick and I have both have been fortunate to go to the many sporting events with you, most notably Twins games. So yeah, I, I can figure there was a little Chris Yad going out. That probably yeah. ended up on YouTube somewhere like you and I did that one time. Yeah. That random girl that filmed the two of you yelling at Joe Maurer was... You guys had a lot of hits on that video. <laughs> you think you think he heard us in that game? Yeah. I think Even so. though we were up in like the upper deck. <laughs> yeah. The dome. Back yeah. in the dome. the dome. Oh, we were so loud and so yeah. drunk. Yeah. Oh, I could go for a dome dog right now. Jeremy, oh, you were about to say something. Delicious. <laughs> no, I was just going to say it's the Minnesota mentality of sports to think that that Minneapolis miracle was going to get called back. Right. I mean, right. you're just doubting right. it, you know, and, and uh, for it actually, to, it, w- it was just a surreal moment. And one of my favorite moments ever in, in watching sports. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. All right. Who's gal? Who else has a question for Chris Shad? <laughs> well, let's uh, let's go. You were talking a little bit about rage earlier, and one of the things that has brought me rage uh, is the fact that I, I feel like year in and year out, the issue for our favorite team is the offensive line. Uh, I feel like every year they're shifting people to new positions, hoping that that's going to be the magic key to unlock, you know, a top 15 offensive line. It seems like that has been our struggle. Uh, And, you know, in our, in our run that year of the miracle, we just had a quarterback who was Houdini who could just get out of everything. Um, Once again, they really didn't address it this off season. Uh, So do we have any, can you instill any hope into me that this unit can take a step forward this year? Or am I going to watch, Pat Elfline uh, get pancaked over and over as the robot, as you called him, is flustered uh, in big games. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't I'm get it either. Like, <laughs> Damn it. It, Damn it. It, it just drives me. So, so, Adam, you know, I had this bit back in college called the 30 seconds of anger. And at the request of my mom, it has been retired and put away in a box and locked oh, away. Oh, man, I was going to to lead you in. I was going to play that Kill Switch Engage song. Chris Chad's 30 seconds of anger. Let's go. Yeah, it's locked away in a box somewhere. But if there is a situation down the road. I am not afraid to open it up and just unleash it. You give yourself an aneurysm. Think, yeah, do it at age 40, you know. Yeah, yeah, you, you're getting else. too old for that anymore, Chris Shad, so. Uh, but, but I mean, they're, they're going to trot out Pat Elfline at right guard, which that was the mm-hmm. first depressing thing. 
And then they have at left guard, they have Dakota Dozier who goes in and, you know, he winds up the more he plays, the worse he is like his PFF grade just keeps going down. And then you have Avian, Aviante, Aviant. It it doesn't matter what your name is Collins because he sucks. (laughs) And like, it's just like, what, what are we doing here? You have a quarterback that literally can't do anything when he's got a guy in his face. And then you have Garrett Bradbury. who's supposed to be this rock solid plug and play. You're not going to worry about anything for the next 10 years at center. And then he has two games, according to PFF with a 0.0 pass blocking grade in true Viking fashion. Like it's like we put Matt Khalil at center, you know, um, this, this offensive line is so bad. And I like outside of Brian O'Neill, if we could just clone Brian O'Neill four times, we'll be okay. But everything else, I'm just like, even like Riley reef, if you get a fast guy against him, he's just going to whip right by him. So, I mean, all of those things, well, yeah, and it's you, not good. And you got to expect some regression from Riley Reef at some point, right? I mean, he can't – I mean, he's get, how old is he now? He's 32. Yeah, okay, so, I mean, that's yeah. – it's yeah, pretty old in, in offensive line years. So, what what happened to Drew Samia? I thought he was our next kind of it thing at guard. Yeah, and I think what wound up happening is that he wound up not getting reps because of the whole COVID thing because what yeah. they did was – they didn't have mini camp or anything like that. And I mean, people foo foo the preseason and all that stuff, all they want. I mean, those are reps, especially yeah, for right. young guys like Samia, Justin Jefferson, all of those guys didn't get those reps. And that's why you're seeing a lot of veterans. Mm-hmm. It, there could be a case, you know, after three or four weeks, the Vikings may go, Hey, uh, Samia's ready. Let's throw him in. But yeah. I mean, as of right now, he hasn't really yeah. reportedly hasn't done anything and he can't. Same thing with Ezra Cleveland, right? I mean, I mean, he was our second round pick. Yes. Yep. And they wanted to move him to guard. There's some confusion. They thought they were going to move him to right guard, which is like the completely opposite side of the line. But mm-hmm. um, he projects as a left tackle. They want to move him inside. So I mean, it's it's pretty crazy what they're trying to do with this line because it's like. <laughs> Oh yeah, we got everything else. We got receivers, we got cornerbacks, we got defensive ends, and then you it's it's like going grocery shopping and you're just like, I knew I forgot something. Uh, I knew I Oh, guards. We forgot about right. the offensive line. <laughs> yeah. God, I just keep forgetting to put that on the list. Yeah. Even uh, though and, and good thing we don't play worst... teams in the NFC that have, you know, good inside pressure. Like, I mean, the Niners, right. these these teams just that's not what they do. Yeah, so bears. luckily we're 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 in good shape. <laughs> And they it's and they've never seen us, so it's not like they know what to do, right? So Just big, rush up big, the metal and yeah. So big picture in the NFC, um, who's the favorites? Where do the Vikings fall in line uh, in the in an NFC that's you know I I think fairly wide open. Uh the NFC is wide open, and I would say the NFC North wide open too. My issue is I don't think the NFC North is very good, so. You have the Packers who kind of lucked their way into a 13 and three record. Uh, they were kind of like the Vikings. They just won more games. Uh, <laughs> the Vikings were 10 and six. Then you have the bears who have Mitchell Trubisky, who I affectionately refer to as turd bucket. So <laughs> you know what I think of the bears. And then you have uh, Matt Patricia in Detroit. So, yeah. so I mean, Detroit actually has a good roster. I like them. They just, I, I mean, the coach is looks like a pizza guy. Yeah. So, and then they're in Detroit. Yes. 
But but I think like in the NFC North, I, I think the Vikings are a seven and nine team. I think they're the old Jeff Fisher special because they have a lot of question marks. <laughs> they have everything else. Um, I think they'll compete for a division, but the division winner could be nine and seven, eight and eight. And then the rest of the NFC, I mean, Dallas is a heavy favorite of mine to go to the Super Bowl as much as I grit my teeth while saying that, but their offense is loaded, defense is loaded, everything else. Tampa Bay's got Tom Brady. They're going to be in it. New Orleans is having their version of the last dance with Drew Brees or whatever that is in French. And the NFC West is going to be a lot of fun for me because all four teams are really intriguing. San Francisco went to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, Seattle just got Jamal Adams and they're having the let's Russ cook movement. So they don't, they actually throw when they're not down by 30 points. And then uh, the Rams are good. And Arizona is pretty sneaky too. Cause they got Deandre Hopkins. Uh, they got Kyler Murray. They have the big offense. Cliff Kingsbury. He's got the Gordon Bay mansion, just chilling out. I mean, <laughs> It's pretty epic. So uh, NFC is going to be fun to watch this year. Do you agree that it's kind of just whoever wins the NFC is the team that gets to lose to Kansas City again in the Super Bowl? It, it, can anyone in the in the AFC stand up to that team? Baltimore. I would like to see Baltimore actually beat Kansas City at Arrowhead last year. Oh, I believe. That would be a fun AFC title game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Titans came out and just ruined everything. Right. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to run it 40 times and keep the ball away from Lamar and <laughs> yep. there we go yeah Kansas City and Baltimore are pretty much the new guard in the AFC now that uh Tom Brady's out in New England so gotcha um okay last one sleeper teams who who are some teams you think might surprise who every year in the NFL we see teams that go from you know five and five and uh five and Eleven. eight yeah thanks thanks I couldn't do math there my brain like <laughs> totally shut off yeah what you know, do you and, mean and, <laughs> and then they they jump up to a playoff spot. So who are some of these teams uh, that may surprise or or who are some of the teams you think will take a step back? Well, I talked about Arizona a little bit. I'm pretty high on them. Uh, in the AFC, I think there's a little more. Um, I think Indianapolis is a team to watch. They got Jonathan Taylor, who I absolutely love. He reminds me of Adrian Peterson. They're going to focus on the ground game. When you have Quentin Nelson on the line, that's great. Pittsburgh has Ben Roethlisberger back, who's like 38, 39. But, I mean, that, that'll that help that offense because they were rolling out Duck Hodges, uh, whoever that is, last year. The and number one Cleveland defensive last year, a team. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they got Minka Fitzpatrick. So, I mean, yeah. they could be a much better team. And Cleveland, I mean, they always suck. And they, everybody's like, oh, this could be the year. But I think they could do it because there's a lot of talent and they have Kevin Stefanski over there. So I think that's a team that could definitely do something. And then you got to mention Buffalo, too, because they got Stefan Diggs. But their quarterback throws it like 30 yards downfield on a slant route. So um, how many weeks till our first that. cryptic tweet from uh, how many Josh Allen overthrows before we start getting some cryptic tweets out of Stefan Diggs, the eyeballs, the like, trust the process, you know, the, what, what we came to know and love from him here in Minnesota. I think we'll get week four. And and I said this to some friends, I think by week seven, both the Vikings and Stefan Diggs will be part of the Wolverine meme, you know, where he's, (laughs) he's got the picture and he's looking all sad and like, maybe it's Kirk Cousins on one end and then Stefan Diggs on the other and then flipped around (laughs) because Yeah, I I mean, I'm still mad they traded Stefan Diggs. Yep. I, the guy the guy provided the happiest moment of my life. How can I not be upset? <laughs> At least they got something for him. It wasn't DeAndre Hopkins. 
Yeah. Yeah. DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins, they got like a ham sandwich, didn't they? Or like David Johnson and a ham. It was David Johnson literally delivering the ham sandwich. Yeah. Like, I thought we were going to fix. Nah, this is it. Yeah. Not even on bread. Yeah. I, whatever. I, I don't know. They just handed me the bag. I, I don't know. <laughs> I like ham sandwiches, though. I mean, for me, that's. That's right They're up tasty there. In a pinch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. A little mayo on there, some tomato. Oh, I like it. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Now we're talking. Anything else for Chris Shad before we let him go, you guys? Uh, just that I'm glad he's here. Yeah. Like you brought some legitimacy to our show um, that we we've, we've been we're lacking. Not worthy. Um, really not so, worthy. Uh, to take the time, we we appreciate it. Where can we hear more of you? Well, like you mentioned, I'm at zonecoverage.com. Bring- me the news.com and the Viking Aids. All three sites have great Viking coverage. Uh, if you go to Zone Coverage or Bring Me the News, we break down all the Minnesota sports. And then the Homer Horn podcast is on, like you mentioned, twice a week. I've uh, kind of been a little off lately because uh, training camp's been so wonky that really mm. hasn't been anything to break down. So instead of regurgitating everybody else's information, I just kind of wait and absorb but uh once the season gets rolling here we're gonna go monday and friday hopefully uh start cranking out those podcasts as the games get going and uh have a good time so you can download us wherever you get your favorite shows apple Podcasts, spotify and google play uh podbean and all that good stuff same place you can find you gentlemen as well so yeah and i would i would highly suggest going back into the archives in the homer horn looking for a couple of uh of purple happy hour episodes where you might hear uh, the delicious voice of, of one of the Norsemen from time to time. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, still waiting for my invite, Chris shot. <laughs> well, let's get on. All right, man. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could, we could do a, we could do a special WWE podcast where I talk about how I don't watch wrestling at all anymore. <laughs> well, we could do a separate podcast on that. Let's just yeah. keep moving. Let's keep moving. <laughs> Wait, did you see, did you see Viking legend Baba Tunde? Uh, Baba Tunde Ibusi is now on Raw. Is he really? Yeah, really. The Polish, the the Polish hammer himself. He's in the raw underground no segments where like Babatunde. Yeah. He's in the dark what's matches. He, huh? What's he going as? Is does he have a, a wrestling name? <sighs> I think it's no. Dabakato because like okay. I was I was sitting there watching. It was funny because they had the raw, raw underground thing where it's like in a warehouse. It's like mm-hmm. a Fight Club type deal. Yep. And Shane O'Max just like yeah, this is raw underground. He's like I got this guy. I'm like that's that's a Viking dude. And like he's just beating the hell out of this guy, you know, fake of course, but he's like just pounding some guy's face in. And I'm like, why couldn't you do that in training camp? What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, so, right? I mean, that would have worked. Yeah, but, for sure. You know, all right, well, guard, well, uh, play. all right. Well, I still I expect my invite uh, very very soon. It's coming. Okay, sounds Don't good. Worry. All right, thanks, Chris Shad. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. More to come on this Thank edition you. of the Four Norsemen. We'll wrap up the show. Scooter's beer of the week on the way. Tom's Hero of the Week as well, and uh, we're going to try to give Jeremy something to do again, so sit tight. It's time for Scooter's Beer of the Week. Brought to you by Route 9 Brewery. Beer so good, you can't buy it anywhere. All right, Scooter, what do you got this week, my friend? All right, this week I have a very special beer. It's coming up on September, and September in a lovely country called Germany, there is a festival called Oktoberfest. Mm. It actually is the end of September 
and ending the first Sunday in October. So technically, it's mostly in September. So that's why we're going to talk about the wonderful Oktoberfest beer. Awesome. Uh, this Oktoberfest that I chose is the Polliner Oktoberfest. Oh, a great one. Um, Oktoberfest Marzen is actually how they, they put it on their label. Um, brewed in Munich, Germany. And this brewery has been going for over 400 years. Yeah, they're legit. Yeah, this is one of the legit Oktoberfests. Like, there's only like six breweries, I believe, that are allowed to serve beer at Oktoberfest. And this is one of the beer. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It is a 5.8% alcohol by volume, but the bottles are only like 11 point something fluid ounces. So it's not a full 12. Right. So, but, you know, so like it, I said, it balances out if you. It have... balances out. I've had three and I feel great. So. <laughs> But as I said, this is an Oktoberfest beer. It is a Marzen. Uh, Marzen, uh, Marzen meaning March, uh, brewed in March, meant to be aged for the fall to be had at Oktoberfest. Yep. Um, basically, it's a beer originating in Bavaria. In the United States, if a beer is brewed, they'll say it's brewed to the Marzen style. They can't say it's a Marzen beer because it's not made in in germany it's right. not made in munich so uh that's why you'll see a lot of them will say mars and style but since this one is imported it is made in munich uh it is a oktoberfest mars and yeah. beer the big thing with beer that is served at oktoberfest is it has to adhere to the reinheitsgebot um, that is the german purity law basically saying that beer can only be made with four ingredients water malt hops and yeast like god intended exactly <laughs> all the beer that's served there um has to adhere to that and those four ingredients make a very tasty beer it sure does so this one it's uh, very light in hop flavor strong and malt but it is not overly sweet mm -hmm. uh they balance themselves out great this is very easy drinking like i said i've had three uh already tonight and it just it's a great beer it is wonderful. i highly suggest it like i said it's a polliner oktoberfest uh it's readily available all over the united states so you should be able to go to your local shop and find this great beer this is the four north Welcome back, third and final segment of the Four Norsemen. Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan. My name's Adam Lee. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, Scooter, once again, bringing us uh, so, such beer knowledge all the time. I really appreciate that great, great man, you know, sharing a beer that I could get down here in the South. <laughs> yeah, right, where you can't get any good beer at all. Uh, I know. I, I, hey, you can. know, there's some, but not, not, as, not like Minnesota, Wisconsin. I am blown away every week of how much I learn. Like, I didn't know Germany had that law, and now I'm smarter today. Yeah. He is so wise. Yeah, so he had three, right? And this segment so has good. inspired Scooter to uh, to to drink more beer, uh, which, <laughs> so I think his tolerance got a little low because he texted me about 10 minutes after we recorded that, and he goes, so, dot, 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 I might be drunk. My nose is gone, <laughs> 
and I can't feel the back of my calves. And I'm a... I'm a giggly boy. That's what he said. He said he's a giggly boy. I'm a giggly boy. It's yes. so good. So, yeah, thanks for... Thanks. Been there, Scooter. Been yep. there. Yep. Thanks to Scooter for Beer of the Week. And thanks to Chris Schott as well for uh, for the sports segment in the last... Yes. He was awesome. That uh, you, you said it, Nick. Add some legitimacy to this garbage. That is the four Norsemen. So, all right. So let's move on. Uh, here we go with Jeremy. All right. What do you got this week for? With uh, all right, Jeremy. I'm gonna throw another. <laughs> I'm gonna throw another question that that's already. been <laughs> that's been going with around in my Jeremy. brain. We had a lot of a lot of positive feedback from our brother segment last time, so we're gonna yeah. roll with it one more week. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but the new Batman trailer dropped yep. a few days ago. Yep. It's pretty amazing. I'm excited for it. But it, it it's made me start thinking about just the Batman universe. Um, and, and I guess I would probably think it's pretty standard knowledge that the Joker is the, you know, the most iconic Batman villain. I'm a giggly um, so, boy. So my question, <laughs> my question to Jeremy is, besides the Joker, who is the best Batman villain? One, just one Batman villain. Yeah, just who's your favorite of of all of the Batman villains? Not the Joker, because I, yeah, I feel I like Joker's Joker. a slam dunk. But uh, you know, it, it Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler, Two Face. Like, where do you go? Who's your favorite Batman villain? Wow, that that's a deep question. I was not prepared. <laughs> well, we've never expected you to be prepared. <laughs> you even came out and said you'd never be prepared. You need to do some um, research. <laughs> Yeah, I don't uh, do, do you want us to come here. back to you? No, no. I, I think I gotta go with the Riddler, just from a standpoint of. Yeah, I don't know if I have to think it, real hard here. I know. <laughs> just from a standpoint of intrigue, and you know, the Penguin's kind of boring. Catwoman is not really a villain. She's not really a hero. She's kind of in between. I just uh, belt. Two faces, you know. Not really that exciting, I don't think. Um, Riddler actually brings some uh, excitement and some. Uh, um, uh, what do you say? I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> I said riddles. Riddles. He brings riddles. <laughs> yes, he does. No, no, but he, but there's some intrigue every time he's on the screen because it's uh, you know who done it or what does this mean or. Um, you know, Jim Carrey thrusting, you know, I mean, every time he's on the screen, there's something fun about the Riddler. Adam, your thoughts. Folks, can you hear that scrape? That is the sound of my nose shaking back and forth on the microphone in just sheer disappointment in my (laughs) older brother. Ugh, the Riddler? Really? The Riddler? He is supposed to be the, the villain in the next movie, so I see why that was top of mind for you, and that trailer was awesome, and I'm excited to have uh, I think the actor's name is Paul Dano play him, um, but you still could not be more wrong. Um, it is Ra's al Ghul is the, ah, is, the deep next, is the next best Batman villain, strictly for two words, my friend, Liam Neeson. So, yeah, your guess is stupid. Uh, my guess is right, and um, we can move on. Yeah, we can. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, Razal Ghul. Razal Ghul is mine. Riddler sucks. 
You're like, he didn't even, like, like Jim, <laughs> Jim Carrey was like a Joker knockoff. He wasn't even like the Okay, Riddler. you're judging the Riddler off of one bad movie. And do you know, and, and, did you, and, and we were kids, I know you watched the animated series, like, the, the Riddler was like in a total of like four of those episodes. And then have you ever played the Batman games? The Batman games, the Arkham games? All the Riddler does oh, is yeah, make you yeah. find those stupid f***ing Riddler trophies. And, they and, are stupid f***ing Riddler Oh, trophies. I hate them! And there's like 200 of them in the game! So, and, and... Oh, God, I hate you so much. Tom, that one started out slow. But then it picked up there towards the end. I was really I was slightly disappointed in their initial exchange, and then Adam thought a little bit harder, and he, I just he went had in to, for the I kill. I just had to get fired up about it. Yeah. All right, yep, you're you're wrong again, Jeremy. With Jeremy, there you go. It's time for Tom Ryan's super duper inspiring, valiant, gallant, incredible, wonderful, marvelous. It's time for Tom Ryan's super duper inspiring, valiant, gallant, incredible, wonderful, marvelous, mind blowing, amazeball, stupefying hero of the week. I played it twice because the volume wasn't very good on it the first time. So there you go. That's right, Tom's hero of the week. Quickly. Well, it. It, it's not becoming. It is my favorite segment on the show. Um, we decided it was important to end the program with something positive, especially in these times, these difficult times that we live in. So the diesel has us covered. Tom? Well, you might not believe that we didn't plan this. However, I have chosen my hero of the week to be of the international variety. Wow. He's, he still remains anonymous. But he is called the Solidarity Batman. Oh my he God! He is actually Son in San bitch. Santiago, Chile. Okay. And he is actually wearing a full-on Batman costume and a uh, a mask over his face on top of the mask, and he is delivering hot food to homeless people while they're going. They're in a month-long lockdown period, and their economy is devastated. It's it's kind of a Why bad not? situation. But he's doing it out of the goodness of his heart. He's driving around his SUV, not a Batmobile, yeah. but it's an SUV. Right. And he's delivering hot food to strangers. Yeah. So he's wearing a like a, a personal protective mask over Correct. a Batman mask. So you can't see his mouth like you would normally. But over like oh, a yeah, legit turn, oh, Batman yeah. costume. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Huh. And then he's got just a, you know, like one-time use kind of light blue face mask and... He's delivering hot meals to people. And where is this That's again? Cool. This is in Chile. In oh, Chile. Chile would be so good right now. Oh, yeah. Um, if he was smart, he would have portrayed Spider-Man and only had to wear one mask. On that note, I guess. <laughs> no, I Jeremy, even... it was good. It was a good thought. Like you're right. You're you're right. You were just stupid right. as hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. That. Yeah. Thanks. Solidarity, Batman. Good on you. Solid. Solidarity, Batman. Nice job. That's what he calls it, huh? Solidarity, Batman. That's what he calls himself. Yeah. Cool. He doesn't want to give away his identity. Yeah. Good. Good. All right. Awesome, man. I appreciate the hero of the week. I really do. 
I like it a lot. Me Makes too. me feel good in my heart, in my tummy, and down in my nethers. Well. Plums. Yep, down in my plums. So, all right, anything else before we wrap up the show, fellas? Thanks, guys. It was fun. Yeah, good time tonight. Really good. I, I... Go ahead. Go ahead. You were going to say something. I, I was just filling time, so it's all good. I'm glad you started the music. Oh, yeah. I was starting the music. Nothing really. Uh, did Chris Shaw just? Really got much. Did Chris Shaw just exhaust us? He no, I that. just I I'm afraid that if we talk longer, we're gonna screw up our best segment that we've had, which was Chris Shad. Uh, I'm gonna try pronouncing it Chris Shad every Shad. time. I'm gonna say nope. it in my head over and over. I'm not and over gonna do again. it. He'll always be Chris Shad in my head and my heart. There it is. So. Yeah. So I I think we just gotta get out of this this biatch and uh, and, and and count our win. This cool. is a great closing song, were, song by Shane Bieber. Were, were you guys distracted by my wife just now? Is that why it got all awkward no. in here? Yeah. She walked Fair. by, like, like shielding her face. Like, that's going to help on a podcast. <laughs> Did she have a knife in her hand? <laughs> I, she she looked at you pretty intensely, yeah. You know she would kill you with a dull instrument, let's be honest. Is the back of my head sunburned? <laughs> All right, that's it for this episode of The Four Norsemen. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can contribute to the show. Questions, comments, rants, send it our way on Twitter, Facebook, emails to Norseman4, that's the number four, at gmail.com. Find us on uh, Apple Podcasts and our Podbean page, fournorseman.podbean.com. And uh, Google Play's on the way. I'm sorry, I kind of lost track of of getting that on there. And uh, also, we're going to keep exploring uh, more listening options for all of you as well so keep it keep keep with us we appreciate you uh chris shod huge for us tonight thanks to him for stopping by remember listen to the homer horn podcast it's really good he knows his stuff especially about minnesota sports but just sports in general um he's a he's great for that thanks to shane ivers and silvermansound.com for providing our music as well and special thanks to you guys nick marty the diesel tom ryan big brother jeremy as always and to you folks You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate it. For all of us here at the Four Norsemen, I'm Adam Lee, considering those eardrums satisfied. I I didn't screw it up this week. Nice job. Thanks, man. Goodbye. Thank you. I miss you. I think my dog has to poop. I don't know why I play that one at the end. I think my dog has to poop. That sucked. It really did. I love you. That sucked. Thank you.